The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit redfivenetwork.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is your dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And uh, hey, Derek. Yeah. Guess who's visiting us this week? Uh, my long lost rich uncle who's come to give me a bunch of money so I can have everything. I, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're not started going off a little tangent there. Um, I would say close, but uh, yeah, no cigar. <laughs> I see a familiar face. Hello. And that should be a I'm familiar not voice. a rich uncle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Summer, who, if you listeners have listened to Wookiee Radio, heard her on with us this week as well to talk about all things Star Wars for the most part. Um, Summer is a one of the PR reps for Toink Toys, which I said it right on air, but couldn't say it right off air. No figure on that one, right? Um, I, we're, I thought you were going to start talking about Tonka trucks off here. <laughs> no. Um, we're we're going to talk all about that. But I before we get to that, I got to say, it's been a crazy week within my union. Uh, I'm a member of IOTSE because of Disney. Um, and that's the International Alliance of theatrical stage hand employees or theatrical stage employees. And of course they were going to do, they were going to be a, there was supposed to be a strike that was going to happen this past Monday. Things got throttled or kind of stopped. I'm not sure exactly where that all stands. Um, but some of the concerns and issues got that they were bringing up really got highlighted with a incident that happened yesterday. Mm. And as we find out the crew walked off set Wednesday, except for, the two people who were involved in this accident and we're talking about, or I'm talking about it's the movie rust starring Alec Baldwin and the B camera operator, um, severely injured, uh, supposedly a bullet, a live round and a gun, just leave it there. Whether it was a prop gun or live or actual gun live round was in it was a through and through on him and embedded itself killing the director of photography who was directly behind him. That's so sad. And, uh, safety's gotta be a concern. And I know there were issues about, um, the armorers on set and supposedly a assistant director. Okay. So the latest report I'm seeing is 
The cinematographer was killed and the director who was behind her was wounded. So through a, a through shot on her killing and then killing her and wounding the director. It's one, why is there a hot hot gun, hot weapon on set to begin with? Why would you bring live rounds on set to begin with? There's no call for it. Um I some of the stories I've heard from actually previous guests on this show who have worked with uh, the, who worked with the cinematographer, uh, director of photography. Um, Some of the stories they're saying that there there was no reason for it. And it's a, yeah, it's a tragedy. Hopefully this gets straightened out and proper action taken because there was no sense for that with as safe as most sets tend to be. um, There's no call for it. I mean, Derek, remember when we had uh, the gang from, death alley mm. i mean they they even said you know they had no live rounds with i mean yes they used actual weapons from the time period but there was no live rounds everything was properly taken care of right and and everything was was done proper to, to ensure everyone's safety um i almost want to reach out to them get their take of what went down because it'd be it'd be quite interesting to hear what they have to say so uh our hearts out to the family um and hopefully a a speedy uh, investigation to this, a, a thorough but speedy investigation. On that note, let's get into some cheery stuff. Let's talk, talk, uh, toink, uh, toink toys. <laughs> yes, let's talk toink toys. <laughs> it's a tough one. So why don't you go ahead and fill us in a little bit about toink. All right. So Toink um, was created by a bunch of college friends in 2001. So we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. And we were founded. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, We're super excited about it. And we were founded um, on the basis of bringing more collectibles to people. And we started off with trading cards, collectible action figures and figurines. Um, one of our accounting guys recalls that when they first started Toink, he remembers that their college apartment was just like full of Bart Simpson action figures. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought um, that was really funny. So since that time period, we have grown and expanded quite a bit. And we just have so many different licenses um, from all the top fandoms. And we're trying to bring a little bit more of the functional to the fun that is pop culture collecting. So we have a lot of home goods um, in addition to still carrying lots of toys, collectibles, and action figures. So the question is, are there any of the Art Simpson action figures from that college dorm room still around? Ooh, probably not, but I am not sure. <laughs> I bet someone has at least one. <laughs> okay. I, think that would I be- should have asked that. That's a great question. Um, so now we cover a little bit of everything with Toink, uh, home and office, rugs, tiki mugs, the the works. Um where where are y'all looking to go for for growth? Great question. <laughs> We've definitely been leaning in still to that like home decor, um, office supplies and things like that a lot more heavily. Um, and so we are kind of on that train right now, but we are looking to grow and expand 
our um, our action figure and uh, card collections. So um, we have been doing some work with expanding our one-sixth figurines. Um, and we also are creating a new like sub-brand of Twink that will um, be all trading cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we also have our own line of ramen bowls because ramen has really popped up as a big foodie favorite in the last couple of years and is becoming yep. more and more popular across the globe. Uh, I, th- I think we, we have bowls. They're not exactly ramen bowls, but I know um, we like doing Japanese style noodles. Uh, I, we haven't bought ramen noodles in a while only because the, is it the Ramanukan? Is that the brand? They're just so salty. And yes. we're having to cut back on our salt. But we're trying to find ways to do ramen, uh, do our own ramen recipes uh, where we're not dealing with the excess salt. Yeah, that's a tricky one with ramen, um, especially those pre-packaged ones. Um, I live in Hawaii, and there is like a whole aisle of the grocery store that is just different types of instant ramen. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> So it's kind of a different, a whole different scenario, but there are lots of different ones that have the flavoring and the salt separate. So you can have as much flavor as you want and then add just a little bit of salt. So maybe um, I'll have to fill you in. On some of oh, that's, those. that's cool. See, I may have to look at an Amazon as well. See, see what they may have. Oh, I'm sure they have plenty. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> But I, I know, too, we also do quite a bit of Chinese takeout. And instead of having the funky plastic trays, which now don't last as long as they are containers that don't last as long as they used to. I wouldn't mind, you know, like with my sesame chicken, grabbing that and then drop it into a ramen bowl. They're awesome because they have they all come with chopsticks, which is one thing that you can never really seem to find at home when you'd like to use them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they have a little chopstick rest. Cause that's always my problem with chopsticks is like in between bites. What do I, what do I do? <laughs> so these, you just stick the little chopsticks in the side and it'll hold them up. So they're not like on the table or on your napkin. Fun and functional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. And you have, you have quite the variety of bowls as well. You see uh Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course, there's one with Grogu on it, Hello Kitty, Rick and Morty. We had a couple Marvel ones, um, in particular a Marvel Spider-Man comic ramen bowl, but it it sold out recently. So um, hopefully we'll have it back. Oh, wow. but. oh, okay. The Spider-Man Japanese, is that supposed to be based on the, on the Toei Spider-Man? I believe so. Oh, there's even a Sistine Chapel ramen bowl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that one surprised me i'll be honest i <laughs> when i was looking that one was a surprise <laughs> i don't know if you could see it but my chair is, yep. is a spider-man chair spider-man chair that is awesome i like it it looks really comfortable too which is important it's a gaming chair it's a lot better than what i used to have here and uh digging it uh this one's from uh neo chair uh but and if I wanted to replace this one, unfortunately, because of being how trans slender I am, um, they don't make it for me to be comfortable getting since their max weight is right or right now. I'm kind of above that. But there's another company called Andeseat who I have a link on the web page 
on our website, webegeeks.net, which will soon have a point link, an image, because use the code geeks15 for 15% off your first purchase. And one of the cool things, I remember this from the other night, one of the cool things about Toink, free shipping. Yeah, in in the contiguous United States. Um, this past week, we had a really cool launch along with um, Microsoft and Xbox um, for their Xbox Series X mini fridge. Um, it was released on Tuesday for pre-order, um, and we have the rights to sell it in um, the EU in just five countries, and um, we were kind of taken by surprise this week <laughs> mm-hmm. by um, this product launch, um, and that was one of the comments we got um, by everyone in the EU is it says free shipping on your site, but international shipping is not free. So I had to, <laughs> to tell uh, you right now. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that's a it's shame for them, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a all bummer. <laughs> well, to, to continue with the all bummer, unfortunately, Alaska and Hawaii doesn't count either. Oh, I know. Mm. We we um ha- we reclarified that as a team and worked on our wording so that would it would be a little bit uh, more pronounced. And I did um, help quite a bit with that since I am very familiar with the asterisk excluding Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> Ah, yes. As we discussed on on Wookiee Radio, you are situated in Hawaii. Yes. I live on Oahu. That's, is that the big island? No. No. Wait, big island's Maui. No. No, big island is just Hawaii Island. Okay. So this is where it gets tricky, (laughs) is there is the big island or Hawaii Island, um, but Oahu is actually the most populated. So we have the most people here, but we are not the largest island. So there is a little bit of a confusion um, between the two. And I know every time, um, well, and even right now, there's a volcano that is set to erupt or is erupting on Big Island. And my whole family will call me and they'll say, oh, are you safe? And I'm like, that's not my, I have a whole ocean to protect me, but thank you for checking in. (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm just loving looking at these uh ramen bowls yeah they're pretty neat there's some really cool ones i like the ones that have funny sayings i'm definitely um a big fan of anything that you could describe as punny so (laughs) i like some (laughs) of the ones that say things like food manchu and <laughs> oh, you 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 laugh at that there, but don't laugh at my jokes. That that I don't know why, but that one struck me pretty good. <laughs> I think it's the picture on the front of the bowl, like because it's kind of it could be considered abstract, and then you read <laughs> that, and it just it gets me too. I like the uh, keep calm and ramen on one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I have to say, yesterday, I, speaking of Hawaii, I, I tried to make a Hawaiian pizza. Oh. I burned it. Oh, no. I should have used it on a low uh, temperature. I thought you didn't like pineapple on pizza. Maybe that's why I burned it, because I didn't <laughs> I didn't use it on a low hot temperature. Uh, By the way, fun fact, Hawaii, Hawaiian <laughs> pizza, not from Hawaii. That's true. It was created in Ontario, Canada. It's your fun fact of the day. It's crazy Canadians. 
Uh, I'm a right. big fan of pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I'm, I'm not either. Me too. Me too. No, I love clam pizza. We had a place back in New York. Oh, I love clams, mm. but not on pizza. This was a was like a, a pesto sauce that they called a, a casino sauce on pizza dough with the cheese, with the mozzarella cheese, and, uh, and then the clams and the white sauce. That's not a pizza. I know it's I, not, but it I was would try it. still always oh, good. I'm skeptical. It'd be iffy about seafood on pizza. Eh. No, this place, it was great. And I would get it. It'd be one that I would get at least once a month. Again, coming from New England, I, of course, eat uh, clams by the pound. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, Back back home in Louisiana. I guess I could try it. See, it's got to be done right. It's almost a a white pesto sauce is what what it has to be on. Because I know it was not an Alfredo sauce because you could see through to the, I mean, you could see the sauce, but you could see through to the crust. As I mentioned on a previous episode of Weeby Geeks, uh, one of my favorite, current favorite pizzas is one of the pizza places that near me makes a pizza called a Polynesia, Polynesian pizza, which is ham, pineapple, and bacon. Ooh. I would like that. That would be probably one of my favorites. It sounds good, and but I'm just know, not a fan of the pineapple. Everything's better with bacon. True. That's true. Well, we, back home in Louisiana, uh, we had a place that was called Sweep the Kitchen, and they would do a little bit of everything. Interesting name. Um, it was Sweep the, ki- Sweep the Kitchen Pizza, and if it was one of those, if they had crawfish around, that would end up on the pizza. And, I've never actually had crawfish. And that was good. Me either. Oh, love crawfish. See, good crawfish etouffee go great in these ramen bowls. <laughs> I've, I've never had an etouffee. I don't even know what it is. Etouffee is a uh, it's a, it's it's a rice dish. It, it is a rice dish. Um, it's kind of similar to like a risotto. Yeah, uh, but with proteins in it. Yeah. You, you could do a shrimp etouffee, uh, sausage etouffee. Um, it's really good. It's, it's, it's a Cajun. It's definitely a Cajun dish, Cajun Creole dish. And I'm just thinking, oh, I could almost pick out. I know I really love the, the Spider-Man one. I know Zoe will love the child. And as much as my wife loves friends, I could see her gravitating towards friends. The Central Park one. It's just, yeah, these are cool. I could see my wife liking that one. And I... The chopsticks are, are so great with them as well. It's definitely handy. I, I can never find my chopsticks when I go to order um, Chinese food or pho or sushi. And so having a bowl that has them with them maybe would help me out. <laughs> well, now, I, are those, what are they? Uh, are they wood chopsticks or plastic? Bamboo. Or? They're, they're bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo. Oh, wow, nice. Excellent. So they're pretty authentic. Nice. Yeah. They hold up really well, too. Uh, we have some chopsticks that a friend of ours, when she taught English in Japan, brought back to us. And then uh, with me working at Epcot between the China Pavilion and the Japanese Pavilion, or Japan Pavilion, uh, have access to a lot of different chopsticks as well. But y'all don't carry the Star Wars chopsticks. No, we don't. I, um, I'll be honest, though. I, I own some. <laughs> I, oh, well. I got everybody for stocking <laughs> stuffers last year. We got lightsaber chopsticks. I, I would love to get some. <laughs> They're fun. It definitely makes um, eating with chopsticks more fun. I have one complaint and I have very small hands, so they are a little bit heavy, the lightsaber chopsticks. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't think that, 
but because um, of whatever hmm. battery turns them on uh, is in the handle oh, it yes. makes it a little bit hard to use them um the, so i they're kind of just a novelty now in my house but because they're back in so cool. heavy okay yeah well uh we put out there to you listeners um on instagram trying to figure out i'm trying to expand my instagram usage Derek, is a challenge mm-hmm. We need to do that. It's, it's a, I know. It's a challenge. But I got one response. I'm double checking. Yeah, I only got one response from out of 28 views. So I guess, according to Summer, did really great. I think that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Especially for someone who doesn't post on stories a lot. I think getting any response with 28 views is awesome. So I, I posed out there the question, what products do you want to hear about from Toink? Response I got were Tiki Cups. Awesome. So we got to talk Geeky Tiki's, but I'll, I'll carry it even further. Not only Geeky Tiki's, let's talk about some of the other drinkware um, that you guys have. Because I'm staring at a J- Friday the 13th Jason mask with knife ceramic mug. That looks just as cool. Yes. A lot of our um, mugs that we carry are exclusive to us. Um, which is another kind of a cool thing. Um, and I think that that is one of them. Oh, very cool. We team up um, on a lot of our, not our geeky tiki's, but um, on a lot of our ceramic like coffee mugs with a uh, silver Buffalo. Okay. And they're able to uh, make some exclusive items for us. Which oh, is awesome. very cool. Let's see. Excellent. That, that is very, very cool. It doesn't look like that one is exclusive to us, but it is officially licensed. So that's always good. I'm a big fan of those like sculptural mugs. Yeah. Uh, I don't have mine out here, but I have a Darth Vader helmet mug that goes back to, I think I got it at 80 or 81. And it is so awesome. I used it as a pencil mug for a long, pen pencil mug for a mm-hmm. long time. And, uh, only because it's, it's just a little difficult to drink out of shape wise, but it is still so much. Yeah. And plus they look so nice. You don't really want to drink out. of Yeah. Them. Yeah. Uh, like Absolutely. We, we also have, we also have from Funko, um, cause it came in one of their, uh, smugglers bounty boxes. Uh, we have the job of the hut Funko bug. And we discovered that one's actually better for soup as a soup mug instead of a drinking mug. Hmm. That, that makes sense. <laughs> Sometimes those big mugs, it's like too much for a cup of coffee. Then yeah. you have to worry about like drinking yeah. cold coffee or are you going to heat it up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always a toss up. <laughs> well, I, I have some mugs from Disney that are Star Wars themed. It's like I put hot tea in it. Ooh. I either I, I have to drink it quick or it gets cold real quick as the cup absorbs the heat. But then I got mm. one of the Starbucks been here mugs that's Star Wars themed. And it's the one for Galaxy's Edge. That one, I surprised being the same style mug holds the heat. Ah. So that's the one I drink out of. The others are decorative and just hang on a on a tree. But um let's talk a little bit about Iki Tiki's. Absolutely. So uh, for those I of you who don't up. know Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As I hold my Drax up. Oh, I got to look. I was looking at the list. Oh, he's cool. This is this is the one that was either him or a Tuscan Raider. $10 at Megacon. I went for the that's three awesome. extra ounces. That's fair. That's one of the things that's kind of cool about Geeky Tiki's is everyone holds a different amount because they try to stay as authentic as possible to the characters that they're recreating. So. Yeah. 
So for those who don't know, Geeky Tiki's is a cool line of mugs by the brand Beeline Creative. And what they do is they take pop culture icons and characters and they take and do them tiki style for a cool Polynesian flair. And to say cool is absolutely true. Indeed. We were talking the other night um, on Wiki Radio about all the detail that's kind of hidden on the mugs. It almost makes them look like they're made of real wood. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the detail. Yeah, that's really cool. I don't know how well y'all can see this in person or on the camera, but like on the back, you can see the wood greening. Oh, yeah. And the I love what that, they did with his facial features on that. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I mean, I could have gotten one of the other Guardians. Groot would have been cool to have because, okay, it, it's Groot. Um, but honestly, I, <laughs> I think I got one of the best ones. Um, I'm going over to Geeky Tiki's site now, which is Geeky Tiki's, G-E-E-K-I-T-I-K-I-S.com. Um, I'm going to look up Guardians. Groot's cool. Star-Lord was okay. Uh, even Baby Groot's cool. I mean, they all look great, but I think I did, did the best with, with Drax. I, I you got to pick whichever one speaks to you. To me, Drax looks like the best out of the whole group. Because he, he almost looks like a Tiki God as well. Oh. You know, when you look at it. And, and Star-Lord, yeah, it's cool. Rocket's cool. Um, Yondu looks cool, but the his mohawk on the front just would throw <laughs> me off. Um <laughs> But they, they didn't have Groot. They didn't have Baby Groot, or I would have picked up a Groot as well. Um, obviously, they didn't have Chewy, because, except in the plastic tumbler. And at the time, I wasn't. I was wanting the actual Tiki mug, not a tumbler. Yeah. But we ended up getting the tumblers. They, some elf sent them to us. Um, <laughs> but all of us over on Wookiee Radio had the tumblers, and the tumblers just as great. And oh, yeah. I am actually okay. taking my tumbler to Galaxy's Edge on the 25th. Awesome. So that makes me happy. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing with all of these, and I believe the tumblers as well, dishwasher safe. Can't beat that. That's correct. Oh, are they? I was wondering about that. Yep. Oh, excellent. I, I run, I've run Drax through the dishwasher a couple of times. Um, no, I'm trying to find out from, uh, I'm just looking at the different Marvel ones and DC. Oh, who did I see in DC? If, if there was a Riddler uh, sold, I, I would be getting it. I don't remember seeing Riddler. No, no, not on the list. And I'm a huge Riddler fan. Uh-huh. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Black Manta looks cool, though. Oh, yeah. That is really neat. I've seen um, the cheetah, and that one's really cool. All of the little spots are almost like indented um, into the ceramic. Oh. So it has a really cool texture. Very cool. Oh, the Batman Joker 2-pack based on uh, Batman 66. Looks awesome. Holy cow. Hold 22 to 26 ounces. Really? Those are big. See, I guess you got the wrong one. <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> Gotta this. Gotta get some more ounces. <laughs> they didn't have this. But no, they, these are... These are great. Um, I know we talked, I think we talked over on Wookie Radio, your favorite Star Wars geeky tiki. Um, and I think you also said to your favorite non-Star Wars was Elf. Yes. Since Elf then, is my favorite just because his facial expression is um, amazing. Mm-hmm. Any any others that maybe round out uh, a top three or top four? Yes. We actually just released um, at NYCC a couple weeks ago. 
um, some new Goonies themed Geeky Tiki's. And I am a huge fan of the Goonies. Um, it was my dad's favorite movie growing up. Oh, nice. And he always would make me watch it when I was a kid. And <laughs> I just, I was obsessed. Um, so that would have to be anything the Goonies, honestly, um, I just love. So any of the Goonies mugs would probably be the third um, top for me. I know that uh, the fan favorite on our site is the one-eyed willy ceramic geeky tiki Mm. that's been a favorite um i know that we did just get in some really cool doctor who geeky tikis um and i'm not a huge doctor who fan my husband is i um (gasps) you'll have to check these out they're on pre-order but they're really cool there's a TARDIS. There's a canine. That's awesome. A Dalek. Oh, this is the one-eyed Willie. Yeah. Can- oh. Canine. Oh. It's so cool, but to me, that would turn into a pencil mug. Absolutely. This is the I agree. Yeah. The TARDIS would- one has got to be huge. When I read that it held 42 ounces, 42 I was like, 42 ounces? Wow. How big is this thing? <laughs> now, wow. Now, are, are there plans for the other doctors to be made? Or are they Ooh, keeping with I- the current? I'm not sure. I would think that they probably will um, eventually add more doctors if these do well. Um, but I haven't heard. I think this is their first round of the Doctor Who Geeky Tiki. So they might want to see how well these four fan favorites do. Now, I was but I hope there's so. a Death Star Geeky Tiki. Yeah. Yep, that's the one I own. <laughs> that's cool. Now, I was curious. Oh, they're not available in the U.S.? Or at least the one I just looked at. There is a stitch, Tiki Tiki. Yes, there is. We don't have that one, um, but he he does exist. <laughs> uh, and I am starting to see the pattern here. The Disney ones are not licensed or are not available in the U.S. That doesn't really? necessarily surprise really? me, but it is a bummer. <laughs> yes, it is. There are garbage pale kids. Yeah. Yeah. Tiki. We <laughs> featured one of them on our TikTok and our Instagram reels recently. And when we unboxed it, we couldn't believe how huge it was. It almost um, was like a miniature cookie jar. It was a really yeah. nice, large size. Wow. Wow. All right. Another fan. I do see two. I didn't know this. So this is uh, new to me <laughs> and new to you guys. Uh, but we just released five Power Ranger Geeky Tiki's on our site. Wow. So it looks like we have the red, yellow, blue, pink, and black Rangers now available. Oh, nice. Hey, Derek, it's only appropriate since we have had Bob Gale, um, Kevin Pike, Bo, you know, Summer, if you don't know who Bob Gale is, he is the executive producer and screenwriter for Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Kevin Pike is the one of the designers of the time machine. There is a Back to the Future set of tiki's. Oh, nice. There's Marty, and then there's Doc Brown with Einstein. That's cool. There's so, just so many, and we get new ones all the time. It's hard to stay on top of which is the newest one. Yeah. Anim- Animaniacs is coming soon. Oh. <gasps> 
<laughs> Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Awesome. Beetlejuice. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Beetlejuice looks cool. That really captures uh, Keaton well. Birds of Prey. Harley. Okay. DC Super Friends, but it says coming soon. There's one for Dungeons and Dragons coming soon. Oh, cool. I'll have to get that for uh, for my game when I run D&D games. Yeah. Let's see, G.I. Joe. Oh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Yes. those. I know for sure that those are two that we carry on our site as well. I think of the two, I almost like Storm Shadow better than Snake Eyes. I'm a big Snake Eyes fan. Just love the look of Storm Shadow. We we did this the other night, folks. We're, we're just go through and we're we're shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hellboy. It's so always not so too bad fun. looking. Now with Marvel, I love the Spider Man. I love I love the Hulk, and I love uh Cap Captain America. Mars attacks. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> okay, that may be the next one. Out outside of not. Marvel, I have Drax. I'm okay with that. But, oh, Martian Trooper. This thing looks awesome. Derek, do you see this? Which one? From Mars Attacks. No, I didn't come across it. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. It's gorgeous. And wasn't Mars Attacks under, didn't that have a brief run under uh, Marvel? Or was it under someone else? I am not sure. I don't remember. I don't know. I know. Based on Marvel, uh, Mars Attacks by Tops. Tops. They must have done. Oh, it was a trading card series. Okay. Trading cards. Get a get a movie. Mike, why did you send us a script in the chat? I didn't. Uh, that was actually to <laughs> Summer the other day. But that script is for the Duel of Fates movie that was supposed to be the third sequel film in Star Wars. Uh, that was supposed to be episode nine. So you, you've got a copy of it if you want it. <laughs> As we talk about this on air, it was put out publicly, folks. <laughs> Google it. You'll, it'll show up. It's, I think I, I downloaded it off uh, the web archives. So no, I am really digging that Martian Trooper. I, I think at, I think at this point in time, that's that's my my second favorite behind Chewie, mm-hmm. and Chewie looks great. Gremlins, okay. One of the ones that surprised me with how cool it looks um, is the Scooby Doo Mystery Mis- Machine Punch Bowl with Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah. Um. Because it just, I mean, they captured the mystery machine perfectly. So they did such a good job. Oh, yeah. That one looks good. Hey, Derek, for, for Nancy, they have Wally the Green Monster. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Mass Effect. Huh. Okay, I did not see. What, did I miss Halo? There is no Halo. Any Master Chiefs, any Spartans, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Coming soon. So I'm assuming Sub-Zero. I'm assuming uh, Scorpion. Probably in that. Monopoly? Coming soon. Wow. I, um, I'll have to introduce you to <laughs> uh, my contact at Beeline Creative, <laughs> the makers of Geeky Tiki, so you can have them mm-hmm. on the show. Oh, that would, that would be fun. I think That's you'd cool like idea. that. <laughs> yeah. good We're going to end up giving them new ideas. Right. I'm, I'm sure that they get them constantly. 
Because I think <laughs> their list just keeps growing like crazy. I was um, taking a look to see what else we have, if there was anything I could share. Um, and I think I can. <laughs> so it looks like coming out um, sometime within the next month will be more plastic versions of a lot of their current offering. Yeah, I, um, the, the tumblers is a great idea. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it, it's not what I was looking for at the time. I was wanting the actual Tiki mug. Um, and I'll admit, I think when I first saw the tumbler, it's like, eh, it's, it's kind of cheap. But then after getting this, it's like, you know, this would be cool to have the Tiki mug on the go, which makes the tumblers perfect for that. Yes. I think what's really cool about them too is like they're kid friendly because the other, the regular tiki ceramic mugs just really aren't, they don't have handles. They're kind of hard to hold on to. So I have noticed um, that they're releasing more of the kid friendly ones in the plastic tumblers. Um, We have some Scooby-Doo coming. Um, It looks like we have Masters of the Universe that was a huge drop we had early, early in um, 2021. Um, and, ooh, you're going to like this one. It looks like we might have some Transformers oh. plastic tumbler. Now you're talking. Tiki <laughs> I think I saw when we looked at this on on Wookie Radio, there is a Optimus Prime and Bumblebee plastic tumbler coming. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we will have those. It, I can't tell you exactly when, because one thing that everybody should keep in mind for this upcoming holiday season is supply chains are <laughs> crazy. Oh, so shop early is like the big takeaway to everyone listening is shop early. Um yeah. It's, yeah, it's a mess right now. Yeah, yeah we're looking at almost um, double the lead time for most of our shipping that we usually work with. Um, and that seems to be kind of the standard right now. So I, I thought I heard on the radio what used to be 45 days for shipping is now up to 75 to 90 days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's just because of how backed up ports are mm. and just how insane... California is with um, their policies they have in place that, yeah, you could take the shipping container off the ship, take it wherever, but you can't bring them back to the port to be reused. So you Mm got to drive them to a totally other location for them to be used. You can't bring them back in. And then there's, and then for the truck drivers, there's restrictions on, on the trucks. So if you have a truck that's older than 2010, you're not allowed to even drive into the state. Crazy. Like, That's wild. It, it's it's insane. So this, this is all leading to some of the issues of getting stuff out of California. And of course, various states have said, um, like here in Florida, uh, I think a few other states with, with big ports have said, come over here. We'll, we'll take your scenario. Well, a lot of the ships that are set to dock in California are too big to come through the Panama Canal. They won't fit or they have to go completely in since they can't do that. They have to go completely around South America to come back up, adding additional time that uh, and man hours and fuel that companies don't want budget for. Yeah, so that doesn't surprise me, especially since that extends that deadline even, yeah. even longer. If you have to go all the way around South America, like, yeah, it's insane. I'm sure that's crazy. Mm hmm. 
Um, so of the licenses that y'all work with, with Geeky Tiki's, what's been the one surprise license? Golden Girls. <laughs> Absolutely 100% Golden Girls. I didn't realize how intense Golden Girls fans are. And since I have been working for Twink for the last year, we have released several different Golden Girls, Geeky Tiki's. Um, we just released a new line of um, mugs. They're they're not Geeky Tiki's, but they are from Beeline Creative, and um, they are ceramic mugs. But they're this line is called Cup Full of Cute, and <laughs> it is in collaboration um, with an artist. Let me see if I I always say his name wrong, so I have to look it up before I say it. Jared Mar- Maruyama. Um, And he does kind of these almost like, I don't want to say kawaii, but that's all I can think of. But you just over-exaggerated features, super cute. Um, And Mm. we dropped a collection of all four of these cup full of cute Golden Girls mugs in August. And it was one of the best launches we've ever had. And I was just like... You know, I remember like my mom and grandma watching the Golden Girls. So it's not one I think of that first pops out to me. But the thing about Golden Girls fans is that they all have at least one character that they love. And there's usually a second character who they relate to the most. And it's not always the same one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then they do have all four geeky tiki's of the golden girls. And we even released a miniature set of the mini muglets with all four of the ladies, um, in tiki style, but they only hold about two ounces, almost like shot glass size. Hmm. And each of those drops has just really consistently done very well. Um, so that, that's been like one of the biggest surprises for me. (laughs) Then, I'll make you jealous by saying I've been in the Golden Girls home here back back in Disney's MGM Studios slash Hollywood Studios. When we had a residential street as part of the tram tour, you drove by the Golden Girls house. And I believe it was it, it was the same house that was used for the exterior establishing shots. Hmm. Inside was just big and open, and we used it for storage, for entertainment storage. Interesting. I always so, wonder what happens to those sets, like after they're no longer in use. Uh, our a lot of our stuff, um, because we also had the house from. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas <laughs> and from one of the Herbie movies was there. I don't know if they moved it in. Uh, the house from uh, it, it's most well known for Michael Jackson's black and white. The house at the beginning of that video, which was also used for a Disney show, was there. The Miami Vice house was there. Um, I don't remember the others, but what, all that got torn down just bulldoze when when they put in uh galaxy uh was it galaxy's edge or uh maybe lights motor action yeah lights motor action went what went there that show so yeah insane unless they unless they pulled them up which i I seriously doubt they did but i I don't without looking up what was on residential street i couldn't exactly tell you everything that was there housewise oh the willy wonka set's cool 
Hmm. And it looks like it's, I would like that one. It looks like it's based more on the Gene. It is Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. It comes with two Oompa Loompa muglets. Hmm. That's awesome. I also um, asked on our Instagram if anyone had any topics or ideas. Um, and they just gave me two words. Harry Potter. That was it. I don't know why Harry Potter would be a thing. Right? What's Harry Potter? Star Wars <laughs> ripoff? Harry Potter person you speak of. I don't know if you can see, but I might know about a guy <laughs> named Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> I didn't it, really it, realize that I was wearing this shirt, um, my Hogwarts Express shirt, until we started talking about it. No, no Harry Potter, this is just a poor man's Star Wars, right? Well, you know, the journey of the hero is in lots of different entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Very very true. And (laughs) Harry Potter has nothing to do with space. So true. I mean, there are those three stars in all of the page corners. Like, I mean, stars, Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I can find similarities anywhere. (laughs) See, Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, Dumbledore, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Voldemort, so, Darth Vader. Do we think? Yeah. So, wands, um, lightsabers, Yoda, Dobby. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, it's helpful. Teaches Harry some really wonderful lessons. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a good crossover there. Hag- I think um, Hagrid, Chewie. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Checks out to me. I like that comparison. Um, but I do kind of um, think that the journey of the hero, that classic mythology like trope. Um, definitely plays into a lot of these yeah. iconic pieces of entertainment that we all fall in love with. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I know um, I was in fourth grade when Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone um, came out. And oh. so I was about the same age as all of the children who were then in all the Harry Potter movies. Um, the first movie came out when I was 11, which would be the age that you go to Hogwarts. And so... I um, took this very seriously as a kid. Okay, um, I, I now feel. Old. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know about you, Mike, but now I feel I feel ancient now. <laughs> See, first Harry Potter film came out when two thousand one, I believe. Oh, so when Toink started? Yeah, I think that was the same uh, year. Yeah, I feel old. Yeah, um, yeah, I was twenty seven. So yeah, thirty thirty one. Depending on when it came out. Yep, 2001. That's the year I got married. <laughs> got married in 96. Well, I didn't mean to make anybody feel old. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. I'll go cry later. Okay. Just, <laughs> just not on the podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I try to be professional. <laughs> oh, that's all right. My bones tell me I'm old every day, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like once I... um hit 30 i i began feeling um that very much (laughs) (laughs) i was already ancient by the time i turned 31 (laughs) (laughs) so what are some of the i guess the harry potter stuff that you guys have we just got so much in i know um and i think that's why they put it in the little chat box there is because we have had a fantastic response um, to our latest collection because it is things that are very useful. So we 
just launched a storage bin that looks like Harry Potter's Hogwarts trunk. This is kind of one of those like 10 inch boxes that are foldable, but it looks just like the trunk. Um, We released a chocolate frog jewelry box and (gasps) I have never gotten so many comments um, as I did the day that we released that on our social media. Everyone was obsessed. Um, I think it's because it's one of those pieces where if you know, you know, but if you don't know, you're just like, oh, it's a jewelry box. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those like tricky pieces of pop culture collectibles that are something you can have. And it's, just helps you forge really cool conversations with people when they come to your home because if they know, they know. See, I'm almost afraid to show because I've clicked on shop by interest Harry Potter. I'm afraid to show this to Zoe. Oh, you probably <laughs> shouldn't. Um <laughs> because <laughs> it, it was a dangerous collection for me um as well <laughs> when it came out. <laughs> the other like really functional pieces that came out are all like wall hooks. We have the different houses. We have a sorting right. hat wall hook. Um and then a Harry Potter wand wall hook set that's kind of it's cool because it's also in the shape of the chocolate frog box. Mm-hmm. And it comes with some like vinyl stickers you can put on there that have different Harry Potter charms and spells written on it. Um, So you can kind of personalize it a little bit to what spells you like the most. I believe you can choose from Aseo, Expecto Patronum, and Wingardium Leviosa. I didn't even look to see how many items were on this page as I'm now going down a rabbit hole. (laughs) Right. It's um, it's definitely uh, my little black hole. Um, is when I have to find things on the Harry Potter page uh, to post on social media or anything like that. I just get stuck because <laughs> it's it's one of my absolute favorite fandoms. So well, earlier this year, Zoe got her official Ravenclaw robe. <gasps> Ooh, because she is Ravenclaw. I almost asked you before the show <laughs> off off air when we were talking about. Um, Harry Potter briefly, what house she was in. So, uh, she and I are both Ravenclaw, and my wife is Gryffindor. Ah, I am absolutely a Gryffindor. That's my I, house. <laughs> I think when I when I've done some of these other quizzes to see, you know, what house but what tendency, uh, I keep coming up Ravenclaw with Hufflepuff tendency. I like that. That's a good mix. So, but no, definitely, I I, I think I do agree. I, I'm I feel I'm very very Ravenclaw. I think that's kind of um, similar to what we were talking about with the Golden Girls. It's like one of the reasons why Harry Potter is so relatable to everybody is because they did kind of create these like four houses that people just really, even more so than like relating to a character, they relate specifically to those houses. Um, And that's kind of helped to even expand the fandom and and the wizarding world for people. Yeah. I I think without getting into politics, it, well, actually, you don't have to get in politics. I mean, Gryffindor, extreme good. Slytherin, extreme bad. Then I don't know how you would rate Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Um, I, ideally, it's but it de- but the four houses definitely hit on the uh, on the different natures of a human, and and I think it does it well. Yes, I think too that um, one thing that's kind of been cool about the world of Harry Potter expanding more and more and all of these things coming out is like you said, Slytherin, when you read the books or you watch the movies the first time, your impression is a Gryffindor is extreme good, 
Slytherin is extreme bad. But the more you get into the wizarding world, you realize that that's not at all the case. Right. Um, yes, most of the um, Death Eaters were Slytherins, but not all. Um, you right. know, the, the Death Eater that ended up giving away Harry Potter's parents' location, Gryffindor. So, so I think that's kind of cool. According to the Harry Potter wiki, Gryffindor valued bravely, daring, nerve, and chivalry. Hufflepuff, hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play. Ravenclaw, intelligence, knowledge, curiosity, creative, and wit, which fits my daughter brilliantly and in many ways myself. Um, and then Slytherin, ambition, leadership, self-preservation, cunning, and resourcefulness. Um, but, you know, with, with that, I mean, we see Snape, Slytherin, but it has a lot of, you know, a lot of tendencies of not being Slytherin as well. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why that little clue that they give that like you have some say in what the sorting hat chooses for you comes in. I think that that um, that little addition kind of changes the whole game. Uh, According to the behind the scenes section, each one each house represents one of the four classic elements. Uh, fire is Gryffindor, Earth, Hufflepuff, Air, Ravenclaw, Water, Slytherin. And each of these also represents one of the four states of matter. Plasma, Gryffindor, Gas, Ravenclaw, Liquid, Slytherin, and Solid, Hufflepuff. That makes sense. I have a theory about like the Zodiac signs and where they fall into um, the the houses. And I think you kind of just explained what I would have said, <laughs> which is um, I would think fire signs would be Gryffindors, air signs right. would be Ravenclaws, so and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so what what the Harry Harry Potter stuff that y'all have, what what is your personal favorite out of the whole set? Uh, out of everything. Oh. I know there's a lot here. There's or, so much. Or um, or we or we could say, you know, top three. I like that better. <laughs> Because it is always hard for me to uh, make a selection. Um, so my top three items would start with that chocolate frog jewelry box. Mm. Um, I When that came out, I just, I was obsessed instantly. I think that it is just, like I said, iconic, but also a little bit sneaky. So that's one of my favorite pieces. I really love the Harry Potter dinnerware sets that we have. Um, we have a couple different ones, so I don't know that I necessarily have one I like better, um, than the others. I just like them all. I think it's kind of cool to be able to bring Harry Potter into your home in a way that is super functional. Um, so of them, I, maybe I do have a favorite. I really like the, uh, Marauder's Map 16 piece dinnerware set. Okay. Um, and I like it because it just has amazing little details with the footprints and people's names and the Marauder's map. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is it is not dishwasher safe. Um, oh. So that you have to kind of decide. <laughs> yeah. Use it and hand wash or don't use it and just display it. Exactly. I, I'm looking at it going, you know. I don't, I don't actually own this piece. It's just a, a favorite. I'd add it to my wish list. Um, but I would probably end up using the mugs routinely and then displaying the other pieces just because it's easier to hand wash a mug. Yeah. And then my third favorite. Ooh, this is so hard. <laughs> 
I, oh, no, it just popped up. I know exactly what it is. We have a three-piece Quidditch storage set that is airproof containers that you can use in your kitchen or, you know, anywhere really in your home. Um, but they're kind of subtle, and I like that too. They're, they have a really cute little gold band, a wooden top, and then on the front is a different emblem from Quidditch. We have the keeper's rings, the golden snitch, and then some broomsticks. But again, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know that it was Harry Potter necessarily. So that's, um, those are my favorite kind of decor pieces, like the ones that make you kind of take a second look. Okay. So those are my three favorites. <laughs> so, so we covered the listener comments or the social media topics. Um, what's a topic or items that you want to take us down that may not be commonplace? Ooh, okay. I have a couple. Um, I sent some of these over to you in our list of like holiday skews, yes. uh, but these are a couple interesting ones. So the first one is going to be our Star Trek engineering field kit, um, which actually was, um, uh, it's really cool. And it was featured in the pop insider recently. Good friends of ours. Yeah. That's actually how, how we met for those listening. <laughs> they <laughs> mm-hmm. helped introduce us to each other, yes. which is perfect. And a great, we thank them profusely. This has ended up being a great uh, relationship so far. This Phil kit, yeah, it's been a this lot Phil of kit fun. looks cool. Yes. So it's from yeah. the next generation and it was themed to kind of go along with that. It includes some kind of things that I wouldn't like necessarily put in a toolkit, um, but that makes sense <laughs> since it's more of an engineering set. Yeah. Like, right. SIM card tools, anti-static cloth, tweezers. Uh, well, the anti-static cloth, that makes sense because you rub your hands on it before you go into a computer or you use it to hold something if you're working on a computer. SIM card tools, I don't know. What- I think it's probably a little prong piece that you would like push into the side of your phone to pop your SIM card out. Could be. Oh, right. right yeah, that makes sense. That's... I, I'm not sure, but that's what I would think it would be. I can't tell mm. looking at the picture here. But that has been one that um, on the day it was released did really well for us. Um, big product launch because people just really like those things that have a dual purpose. You can use it and it's very obviously a Star Trek piece. Yeah. No, and a lot, of the, a lot of the tools have a Star Trek-esque vibe to them as well. Yes. It is cool. I like that set because it's just super original and last year around the same time we released a star trek the next gen um whiskey decanter set and i am obsessed i i own it (laughs) it's my absolute favorite piece and it is just it's so well done it's so high quality i was blown away it's really nice yeah That, that is really nice we do. Um, Star Trek is one of those fandoms that I kind of forget about because I didn't necessarily grow up with it. I didn't even watch a lot of Star Trek until the pandemic. Um, and then I got it was kind of like something my dad watched when I was a kid that I, I knew about. I knew of it, but I wasn't really into it. And I recently rewatched the entire original series and then watched from beginning to end the next gen. and. I was just blown away. I really was missing out on a lot <laughs> by not watching it when I was younger. Now I'm the opposite. My dad, my dad 
also is a huge Star Trek fan, but I did uh, watch it with him. That's that's kind of what we bonded over. So um, yeah, it was one of the things my dad and I bonded over too. I mean, I started off with my dad with the uh, original series, yeah, uh, and then too. when the Next Generation timeline came in, uh, we watched it. But I think once Deep Space Nine came out, my dad watched continued watching the original uh, Next Gen. Um, neither one of us watched Voyager, but I ended up watching Deep Space Nine. And I really, I, and I'm from that time period. I really like Deep Space Nine. I never really got into Deep Space Nine. I haven't seen I it. I want to go back and watch it, but Voyager was not great. Yeah, neither was Enterprise, unfortunately. Enterprise, I, I like the first two seasons. Then I felt they just went way left field. I'm like, okay, N- not my thing. <laughs> there is a Star Trek Next Generation shuttlecraft two-person camping tent on yes. your site. <laughs> <laughs> there sure is. Awesome. Um, I actually was thinking like right before this, I thought, oh, I I can't find my geeky tiki. And so what do I have that is from Toink that is like easy to grab just so I have a prop? Um, And the only thing I could find that I had uh, handy was the uh, one of the Star Trek multi-tools. I was just the Klingon. (laughs) That that is awesome. And I actually keep this in my purse usually. Because it has a screwdriver, a bottle opener, um, a wire like cutter piece. It's just so handy. Um, so that was my my one prop I, I could find easily. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, it's I mean, I don't think it's one of the eight-in-one functions um, that it has. But you could use it, you know, if you needed to. Um, if self-defense tool for protection yeah <laughs> that's not oh, um, yeah. one of the the written yeah. down ones but uh i feel like that would work <laughs> we have a lot of the that's multi-tools cool. um from different fandoms but the star trek ones were the first ones that we really got and um so we have the batleth and then we have the enterprise from um we have one that is from next gen and one that is original series other multi-tools that y'all sell or have is the millennium falcon Mm -hmm. captain marvel shield or captain america shield sorry zelda's crest (laughs) yeah and punisher skull oh yeah yeah we also i don't see it on here but we used to have um a mario one too super mario brothers okay oh wow so those are they're just like I didn't know how cool multi-tools were until I had the Star Trek ones um, show up at my house. Um, and then I, now I have them in so many different places. Wow. One in my office and one in my purse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also seeing, y'all carry some electronics. I'm seeing power chargers. Oh, yep. There's a Star Trek one. And- to Google or to go on you alls site and put in power chargers is not the right thing. <laughs> I just <laughs> typed it in too, so I could try and um, find it. Um, but I also, did you just get power Rangers lightning collection? <laughs> yeah. So I, I did, I did power bank. Um, and it looks like there's an avocado fallout, Adam cat, power armor, PVC coin bank. <laughs> 
Um, and then three, uh, a Doctor Who TARDIS, and then two Star Trek, uh, an L cars and a uh, logo, uh, the Delta. Yeah. The L cars has been a surprisingly popular pattern. We have a dinnerware set that um, is L cars as well, and that did yeah, really well. They're really cool, and they're really they're really Star Trek. Like yeah. when you see it, you just automatically think next generation. Yeah. It, it would almost be like doing the different um, view screens from, from Star Wars is dinnerware. You you would yeah. know exactly what it is. Right. In most okay. cases, <laughs> there's a. Uh, Mr. Spock dog costume. Yeah. <laughs> and dog collars as well. <laughs> uh, All right. Now I'm going to the true test and only one result. DC Heroes Funko Pop vinyl is Frank Gorshin's Riddler. Oh, so are you looking for Riddler pieces? I am. Oh, I love the Riddler. Mm. I thought we had more, um, but no. it doesn't look like we do. Just the one. It's the Batman 66 Riddler. Well, I'll have to bring that up. <laughs> especially since... I feel like you're not the only one. Especially since sure. he's going to be one of the main villains in, uh, in the next Batman movie. Even though I'm not happy about yeah. them changing the essence of the character. Or it seems like they're changing the essence of the character. Yeah, we don't know for sure until we actually see it. But Yeah, but just yeah, based, so on, based on the trailers, I, I'm, I'm Larry. Mm. I'm very Larry. Yeah, it does seem like it. I haven't seen the trailer, the trailers yet, um, but now I'll have to watch them yeah. to see what's up. It actually, I have to say, it actually piqued my interest. I wasn't, I was kind of lukewarm on it, but seeing the trailers, I'm kind of like, all right, this might actually be pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm at that point. I mean, I'm not a big Robert Pattinson fan. Uh, me, but I, I will consider I will I will consider seeing this in the theater. It's just mm. being a Riddler fan, and you know I understand modernizing him some, but doing the the full mask that they're doing on him doesn't seem right. The voice change doesn't seem right. I'm hoping that maybe that's only temporary. We'll see. That's what I'm hoping to. That's what I'm hoping to. We shall see. We shall see. And I think it's interesting looking at your shopping by interest. I see Avengers. I see Captain America. I see Marvel. But I'm, I'm surprised I'm not seeing like Spider-Man. You know. Listed on his own. And I know Spider-Man is still, you know, super popular. You're not wrong um, at all. I think they probably, this might even like auto populate the list. Um, let's see. Yeah. But pulling up. I wonder if they just throw him in the Marvel category. But pulling up Marvel, probably first two things are the all-in-one toolkits, the Molniers. Those are awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of really cool Marvel pieces. Um, the toolkits have been huge. We recently um, added the replica of um, Marvel Loki's campaign pin and tie bar set from the new Disney yeah. show Loki. Oh, nice. That has been pretty wild. Um, I couldn't believe how excited people got about Loki. And I actually, that's something that um, when I watched it, I was prepared to be disappointed and I was not at all. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> um, over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, and I'm sure we'll bring it up over there. We we felt first episode was great, and then it slid, and we weren't getting the low. And Loki wasn't acting like the Loki we should know. You know, I can absolutely see what you're saying there because I did feel like the first episode was really really good i felt like the last episode was pretty good but it did kind of like yeah dip in the middle a little bit yeah it's like he he really strayed from his character see i didn't feel that he strayed that far i think it gets tricky too because of all the different loki's yeah Mm. like which one is really loki does he feel like he has slipped from his character because he's not the real loki (laughs) possible yeah maybe (laughs) I don't know if that's getting too far out there, uh, but just a, a little thought. <laughs> well, well, while we're talking Marvel, um, y- y'all have a coming out for the holidays a blanket. Yes, so that we looks actually, amazing. It is an awesome blanket because it has um, it's the covers of Marvel comics, <sighs> and there's Love actually that. 72 total comics that are featured on there, um, including. The Incredible Hulk, episode one. Um, let's see. Amazing Fantasy, number 15, which is uh, supposedly one of the fan favorites. And Tales of Suspense, number 39, another big fan favorite. So this actually, uh, we've had this for a little while in our shop, but it routinely sells out. Um so we did do a huge restock just last week for the holiday season. And this um, is definitely one of our best sellers. It's kind of like that, like a Sherpa yeah, yeah. kind of style. So it's like really cozy. Um, mm. This was actually featured in our um, showcase at San Diego Comic-Con this year. One of our items. So I'm just, I can't believe they use the actual like comic book covers as the inspiration for that. Oh, I thought it was great. Wow, that's cool. That's there it is. Cool. Marvel Comics oversized Sherpa throw blanket. Yeah. As much as my wife likes to keep the house frozen here, this may be up my alley. And that I is have tons so cool. of throw blankets. <laughs> we have tons too. And each time I get, I get one that I like, um, either Zoe steals it or Melissa steals it. Yeah, that's usually how it works here, too. <laughs> so, yeah, find a new blanket that I may be able to keep for a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's still in your house, I, I bet they would argue. <laughs> yeah, well, if if they don't have it, our dogs have it. Ah. And you definitely so, lose the dogs. I typed in, um, I just typed in blankets just to see what comes up. And the first thing I see is a Golden Girls blanket. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. Oh, you have a Bob Ross blanket. That's cool. We do. We have um, a couple different Bob Ross blankets, actually. We have one that's kind of that Sherpa style again. And then we have a, a little bit mm-hmm. smaller size throw blanket. Have you watched the documentary? Uh, I think it's on Netflix about Bob Ross. Not yet. No. It may make you rethink working with Bob Ross license afterwards. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't watch it then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, really. I know uh, his son has been in, I guess, legal battles with the people who supposedly partnered with Bob back in the early days um, 
to have. Yeah, the, I heard they didn't treat him too well. No, they didn't, which mm. surprised me a lot. Yeah. So you, you, you want to you want to treat well the person who's behind your bread and butter. Right. Yeah. But instead, you want to treat them like crap. It's not good business plan. No. Nope. It's just not a good business plan. Looking at the Marvel stuff is another big rabbit hole. It is. Mm-hmm. I um, I always like to filter by newest because we just get stuff every single day. So that's how I stay on top of really what's coming <laughs> in. Um, well, and it, it looks like we just got in four Spider-Man area rugs yeah, that I are saw pretty those. cool looking. Which would make great chair mats, actually, as well. Yeah, they're fun. I like it when they're kind yeah. of like a unique shape, too. It's cool that they're circular. Yeah. Oh, the just the rabbit holes on this site. Back to the future, whole new rabbit hole. <laughs> a big one um, that is a rabbit hole for me, not because it's something that I like, love, and am obsessed with, but that comes up just routinely for us is Minecraft. I didn't uh, know that it is the best-selling, most popular game ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, until I had to do a press release a while back about um, our new Minecraft collection. And I, when I was doing research for it, I thought, oh, wow. Like, I, I didn't realize it was, like, that big of a thing because I've never, you know, had a second thought about it. But it is surprisingly popular and is a big part of our holiday collection this year as well. Very cool. Yeah, I'm surprised how popular it still is. Yeah. That, I think that's what really catches me is, like, I'd heard about it years ago and, you know, never really thought about it again. But it just keeps popping back up. It's still popular mm. for so many people. Derek, don't don't go down the rabbit hole of Transformers. Oh, no. Well, no, I have to. Right. One of the items is Transformers Masterpiece MP20 Wheeljack Anti-Hypnosis Accessory. Oh, oh. And it was apparently, <laughs> apparently it was packaged originally with the Asian release of the Masterpiece Wheeljack figure. Nice. Now you could get just the accessory without the figure. <laughs> oh. The, this is, yeah, this is going to be a rabbit hole for you. Yeah. <laughs> Take advantage of that, that discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, did we mention what the discount was yet? We did at the beginning, but I'll mention it again. Use the code GEEKS15 for 15% off your first purchase. So to quote Indiana Jones, the, the knight in Indiana Jones in the last crusade, choose wisely. <laughs> right. That's, I think, my like my main problem is like I want I want all of it. And <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, and it's hard too because there are some things that are just so cool for that fandom or for that license, and it might not even be something that I necessarily collect or love myself outwardly. But the the item itself is just such a cool representation of that brand that I'm like uh, right. blown away. A good example is the Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm my wife's not- favorite. Yeah, a lot of people are really into it. And I always liked it, but it's not one I would put at the top of my list usually. But we've had a couple pieces come Mm -hmm. out in the last year that just made me go, do I need to rethink how I feel about the Nightmare Before (laughs) Christmas? For me, with Nightmare, it's a specific character I go after. Can I guess which character? Sure. I think it's the Oogie Boogie Man. It is Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie is my favorite, second favorite Zero. That was actually going to be my second guess. That uh, makes sense. They're both wonderful characters. They were brilliantly done. Z- I actually saw, you, you know how Disney's got the shoulder riders? Yeah. Or it's the magnet and you put 
that you wear underneath your shirt and you have the plush that's on top. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I know uh, there's Grogu, there's Groot, there's a Remy from Ratatouille, there's Figment. Saw one today that was zero. That's cool. And who knows? They may have them at Alani since it's Uh, Halloween. I have to check. (laughs) Discount. Right. I'll have to make the husband take me. How long has he been with the company? Oh, just over five years. So he's 35%. Yep. Now, I don't know how y'all's holiday celebration stuff works. Um, but for us, we get a holiday discount, but it's not starting for us until December because of Walt Disney World 50. Yeah. But um, I don't think they do anything really special at Olani, except for like maybe for like something small for the guests, but I don't think they do. So, so y'all don't get like meal coupons for 50% or 40% or 30% off Um, and snack coupons. Well, uh, we I can do. see snack coupons, but maybe not snack coupons. Cause I don't know what y'all have for snack stuff. Like we have with the pretzel carts or the soda and ice cream carts. We do get those. I don't think we're we can use them at Olani. We always save ours and then take them when we go to Disney World or Disneyland. Oh, okay. So, so I, I don't I don't know. It's because it's not a park. And there's like a couple right, right. small um like water park kind of things. There's a lazy river and a cute right, little right. water slide and um some things like that. But otherwise they don't actually have a lot of attractions. Right. So I think they might also have like so a, you, a water playland of some sort. So then I'm guessing y'all's is probably generic. So you could use them at either Disneyland or Disney World since y'all are almost tied in with uh, vacation clubs, right? Yeah, they are. They are one of the vacation yeah. clubs. We've talked about possibly going out just pricey, even at cast discount. It is. It is a very pricey resort. And if, if it had the attractions that like Disney world or even just a couple more things, I think it could be worth it. Um, it is a really great location though. Like it's located, I it's right down the road from where I live. Um, about a mile away from my house. Um, that makes it easy. Yes. It makes it very easy, but it is in kind of like this little resort community called Koolina and it's tucked away from like the craziness that is Waikiki, Honolulu, so if you're coming to Hawaii to have a more relaxing vacation and less of like, a, oh, it's the perfect place to stay because it's tucked in within this like beautiful resort community. Um, so you don't have to deal with as much of the craziness. Right. I, you, you had asked us off air a question about stuff related to this show. You know, Derek, I don't know about you. I I wouldn't know where to go. I know you got Transformers and there's quite a bit there. I I just, I wouldn't even know where to begin. It's uh, hard. If you were talking, Derek, did not hear you. Oh, sorry. I had myself muted for a second. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, um, yeah, there's Transformers, Doctor Who, Star yeah. Trek, all kinds of good stuff. But I also um, realized I'm going to have to do some Christmas shopping on here for my wife from where they from the Nightmare Before Christmas collection. Yeah. There's some there's some cool stuff. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, I was just looking at it. There really is. And we were talking earlier about Mars Attacks. Y'all have two items. One's a 2012 uh, exclusive comic, and one's a uh-huh. costume vacuum mask. Oh. I, I am 
actually a little surprised that uh, um, the Tiki mug's not on her. The Geeky Tiki. Yeah, we might just not have that one in our collection. I don't know. Um, Sometimes those items get a little bit tricky because they have, like, we have exclusive items only we have. So some of the things on the Geeky Tiki website is only through certain retailers. So um, I'll have to ask because I do think, I didn't know. It was on there. I didn't know how cool it was until you pointed it out. (laughs) That one's so cool. Did I hear one of you earlier say something about Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Yes, that was me. That was you. That is one of the things that has actually surprised me is it's making a comeback. And so within the last um, month or two, we've actually had lots of new um, Dungeons and Dragons items that we've added to the website. Here we go. Another, uh, going down another rabbit hole. Apparently, right. Apparently y'all did have the ceramic mug, but it says it's sold out. Oh, that, that makes sense. It is cool. So, <laughs> so gorgeous. Yeah. And I love, I love the, the use of colors in it. It's, oh, it was such a great movie. I need to watch it again. I recently I watched it. Ages. I just saw it for the very first time. I really oh, liked it. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking at, the Dungeons and Dragons collection. And um, me too. I think my favorite thing is the, like the dice bags are really cool with the little dragons oh, yeah. on top. Those are always fun. Yeah. It's Christmas gift ideas for your, uh, for your crew, for your Dungeons and Dragons crew. Uh, yeah. I ain't getting them nothing. I'm the, I'm the dungeon master. They get me stuff. Right. <laughs> well, you have now created your wish uh, list. I'm just kidding if any of you are listening. Yeah. <laughs> the the beholder dice bag is awesome. Yes. I just came across the The Dungeon Master bathrobe is pretty cool too. That's, oh yeah. That's what you need to be wearing now. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Did, did I hear right that they were talking about taking the Dungeon Dragons? cartoon and making a live action movie um they're doing a dungeons and dragons live action movie i don't think it's on the cartoon though hopefully it's better than the i mean the, the first one wasn't too bad it wasn't too good with with, with uh <laughs> the one wayans brother but it mm-hmm. it lacked it did lack a lot of things <laughs> yeah the one thing it had going right for it was the name yeah that was about it Ah, oh, dungeons and dragons monopoly cool dungeons and dragons clue this is this is cool. Oh yeah. Oh, gelatinous cube dice bag. That's awesome. It's see through. <laughs> it looks like there's stuff floating in it. That is awesome. It looks almost like an ice cube. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> I love some of the Jurassic Park stuff y'all have as well. Yes. Jurassic Park um is another one that kind of caught me by surprise. Just because I don't I don't I love Jurassic Park, but I don't think about it that often. It's not right, maybe yeah. when a new, you know, related film comes out or whatever, I'll revisit it. But right. I love Jurassic Park. We have a um a really cool dinnerware set that is supposed to be a replica of um the dinnerware set that they use in the luncheon scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. And oh, wow. that was released right before Christmas last year and did like super well just because it's I mean, it's iconic. There's just it's so good. And I know um, we had the YouTuber Laura Legends. Um, we sent her a set to um, use to recreate the Chilean sea bass recipe from the film. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of a cool fun fact. So if anyone wants to 
try a, a Chilean sea bass recipe. Visit <laughs> Laura Legends on YouTube. Uh, this is cool. The Halo 4 Warthog Messenger Bag. Mm. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Are you a big fan of Halo? I, I like the game. Uh, I actually, there was a company back in the day called uh, Mimico, mm -hmm. and they had licensed um, USB drives, and then eventually, then they changed their concept over to power banks. Uh, but I have a Blue Spartan uh, drive. I wanted to get the Mini Chief, but or not Mini Chief, uh, Master Chief, but it had sold. It had sold out, so I got Blue Spartan. That's cool. I'm sorry the Master Chief was sold out. I'm not surprised though. I'm, I'm not either. But I, I love the game. I love playing the game. Good. We um we should talk off air after this. I have something about Halo to share with you. <laughs> Is it bom, the? Bom, oh, bom. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. I was. I would ask if it's the Nerf stuff. No, it isn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I didn't know about that. Cool. Yeah, makes we me can know. we can swap secrets. <laughs> oh, y'all do have some nerf, some nerf stuff on here. Tell you if y'all are carrying nerf, y'all need to look at um, X Shot by Zuru, and y'all need to look at um, and Derek may agree with me. The Shelby Destroyer. Ooh, that thing is killer. Shoots foam discs, and it will have a foam app where you can make adjustments to speed of your shots whether it's full auto semi-auto auto single pull change the the color your, your team color on your blaster um it holds 120 rounds whoa so when you unload 60 on, on one side of the magazine you eject the magazine flip instead of flipping it upside down you you take the back and bring it to the front put it back in and that's your next round of 60 this thing awesome. this thing's uh yeah <laughs> it's it's a trip um and we had we had them on the show not too long ago um i love how much overlap there is like in the geek community yeah um because we've had a lot of like overlap from past shows just on the two episodes i've been on which is cool i love learning more about <laughs> who's all here in this space it's a shame uh the ceo is still traveling and he could have been on yes there's still one more show before the end of the year. I, I will let him know. <laughs> I'll that, give him I'll just give him the exact date and time and then we'll see. I believe that is November fourth at nine thirty Eastern. Got it. I'll send him an email to let him to remind him and ask if he's available. If if he's a big Marvel fan, then he definitely wants to be on that show. Yeah, I'm excited um, because I never would have really like classified myself as a Marvel fan probably until the last couple years. Um, and maybe again, like it kind of goes back into like having more free time because of the pandemic. Right. Um, but I rewatched everything um, in chronologic order just to, you know, really get a good feel. And it filled in so many gaps and questions I had um, for mm. Marvel. And then... When WandaVision came out, it just completely rekindled my entire interest in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. It blew me away. I loved it. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked that. I think it's just another one that I like. My expectation was that it would be good. I didn't, you know, I was prepared for it to be pretty good. I right. was not prepared for it to just be like as mind-blowingly good as I thought it was. Yeah. I, I enjoyed WandaVision. Um, but I enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier more. Mm, 
Falcon Winter Soldier was okay, but I don't know. I was kind of, I had some issues with it. Not really issues, but like overall, the villains were not, I don't know, kind of boring. I agree. Um, I thought there could have been more with, with Zemo. Mm-hmm. It could have been drawn out more with Zemo. Um, I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. but I I think um, the series could have been stretched out a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And, and been more. It could have been more episodes. They could have done it as two different pods, a Zemo pod, and then one episode transition to um, the Red Hand pod. I think for me, if I were to to rate the three shows, it would probably be third. I would say that's the same kind of hierarchy for me as well. I watched the first three episodes, and I actually didn't end up finishing (laughs) The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't remember why exactly, but... I remember thinking that the action was fantastic. They were doing some really yeah. good things um, cinematically, True. but I did feel there was like something lacking in this, like the plot and storyline, which I think mm. does have to go back to those, the villains. I should revisit it though. I think for me, I, I'm going to say the four. Uh, what if was my favorite. Okay. Really? I loved what if. I was very disappointed with what if. Very disappointed. I will be honest, I haven't done what if yet. I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted so much more from what if and I just didn't get it. Okay, I understand that. I'm excited to hear two different opinions about it. And it makes me want to watch it even more actually. <laughs> See, we all we all liked it over at Mighty Marvel Geeks. And I'm not saying that, I'm it, aware. but but you, but you know how how we are. If if we don't like something, we say it. We we don't we don't sugarcoat it and we yeah. don't oh just to stay know, just, on people's good graces we're gonna we're gonna be t- goody two shoes about it no yeah no it's just some, something I don't know I just I felt unsatisfied after I watched the whole thing I'm not even exactly sure why but I don't know just something's something felt missing I I can see that as well I I, I can see that and it wasn't just the Gamora episode. <laughs> Although that would have been nice to have seen, but that would have been nice to have seen. Yeah, I think maybe like like the first episode, the Captain Carter one, it was it was a cool idea, but it was basically just the same thing. Just instead of Steve Rogers, it was Peggy Carter, but the story right. was exactly the same, pretty much. Right. Same thing with the with the T'Challa Star Lord one. It was you know, I mean, it was a little different, but it wasn't really. I don't know. I want to see like big major things in my what ifs. We we actually uh, this week's Mighty Marvel Geeks we talk about uh, each one of us do our top four what we would like to see for next season. Mm. Cool. Listen. So, and, and I think with a lot of that stuff, uh, like Kylan dropped one that uh, would lead towards Sons of Liberty being formed mm. type thing. So, um, I just looking at the time code on recording. Mm. It's been a while. It has. That's because we got shopping again. That's our we, problem. <laughs> and. I yeah, I, I will officially say at at this point in time of recording longest episode yet. <laughs> so uh, even when I trim down the silence, it's still going to be probably real close to the longest episode in in history. So that that is something that that goes in tonks or tonks. I did it again. I'm tired. <laughs> Points favor. I have a theory about why you keep saying tonks. 
And I think it's because we talked a lot about Nymphadora off air before the yeah, show. Probably. But we always said Nymphadora. We never said Tonks. So then when you're talking about Toink, you're saying Tonks because there's like something going on there subconsciously, I think. <laughs> well, did, but with the Harry Potter stuff, I didn't see anything from Nymphadora Toink. Okay. <laughs> See, I, no Nymphadora <laughs> I have a completely different theory on why you keep saying it, and it's uh, it's more um, you're old, and uh, you your mind bring, is you had to bring that up. And- <laughs> you had to bring that up. <laughs> well, again, you can find Toink. You can find Toink uh, at toink.com t-o-y-n-k.com go also check them out on instagram at toink toys is, is their their handle um i believe on twitter as well yep um on twitter and on facebook and if um anyone's on tiktok we're also there but we're toink toys official on tiktok ah oh that means somebody took your name. Yeah, and we can't figure out who. Wow. <laughs> it's even got our logo. Like how no one at really? the company knows wow. how that happened. So <laughs> that, that's a little scary, actually. Yeah, it is. But you know, anytime we do any kind of like giveaway or something fun, somebody always pops up as like a dummy account with our logo too. So it's kind of like, okay, it's out there. Right. So <laughs> what can you do? Uh, true. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, I will the say of the internet, we, we are slowly, this is why we work kind of started the, uh, or I started working, um, on Instagram today with the questions, trying to build that up because eventually we're going to be doing a geek miss present going, going into the holidays. And I'm excited. W- and with Wookie radio, um, I, I think we just, when we summer and I were probably still on the line for another hour after we got done recording the other night. Oh, really? <laughs> talking about, um, how to improve things and where we're going down the right path and stuff like that. And coming up with mm-hmm. um, the contest idea going into the holidays thing for Wookiee radio. I think we came up with it's Wookiee radios, Mary Sismuth's gift box. <laughs> and, and we see what you see, what we could throw in with that. Like, Hey, maybe a Sith trooper geeky tiki. I, I think mm-hmm. that might be doable. And so, I honestly have like created a wish list for these so that I these ideas <laughs> so that I'll know where everything is when the time comes. And, and then Marvel, we have it was Mar- the marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Christmas gift box. Yeah. Unless we unless we can figure out something that goes goes with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or. I'm trying to think, but I, uh, it, you know, it's the end of the day on Friday. Yeah. And the, the Hela, the Helibus Christmas drop box. You like that? That may work as well. I'm yeah. writing them down though, so we don't forget them. <laughs> and, and we were talking about we run the run the contest on Instagram over over a weekend. So like maybe uh, I think we were still trying to figure out what weekend to do. Yeah. Either the first or second weekend in December would be the easiest. That way they could be shipped by the by the fifteenth. I think that'd be good. I was gonna say not Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, why not? Oh, I don't know, because there's seven thousand other things <laughs> going on. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's going to be uh, a wild week like for blue, us. Blue Moon Friday. Yeah. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, Comic-Con Special Edition is that weekend. There's a there's somebody here doing a Disney-themed convention with Disney stars Black Friday or that weekend. I'm like, okay, I thought Comic-Con was crazy for doing their special edition Black Friday. Friday weekend. Yeah. Who who schedules a con on Black Friday weekend? Well, apparently these people do. It does sound like there's going to be a lot of people there though cuz I have had a lot of people reaching out to ask about it and I know we're doing some exclusives uh for it. And we don't we do exclusives for cons but not everyone. Um and I didn't really realize, I guess, how big of a deal that special edition was going to be. But I think because they haven't had a physical um, con in a while. Right. People are just excited and they need that FaceTime or something. Well, very cool. Tell you what, why don't we go ahead and wrap the show up so we could talk off air for a few minutes. Uh, again, Tonk Toys, Tonk.com, at Tonk Toys on Instagram, at Tonk Toys Official on TikTok at uh just had it up on twitter that talk toys on twitter too right and then just search tonk i'm saying talk this whole time that's why you're laughing at me i thought you were doing this is it why you're laughing at me. no it's not on purpose <laughs> i was like wow he's really leaning in <laughs> i got this problem um toink toys on instagram at toink toys official on tiktok at toink toys on twitter just search for toink t-o-y-n-k on facebook and before i put my foot further down my throat i will just say it's time to go home so um The bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.